Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to another session of Prayer 2021. Glory to God. Today is February 28th, and the scripture for today is from Genesis chapter 20, verse 17. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves, so they could have children. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you as we conclude another month in prayer 2021. Every single morning, Lord, we want to start our day with praying to you. Father, we thank you for the privilege of being in the body of Christ, the blessing of being your children. We thank you for our salvation and the forgiveness of sins, all of our sins, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross in our place sacrificing yourself in our place. We thank you for the Father that raised you from the dead. We thank you, Lord, that you are our King, our Lord, our Savior. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray now that you would lead, guide, and direct this discussion of your word today by your Holy Spirit as your word goes throughout the earth through the power of the internet, touching people's hearts and changing their lives. We give you, Father, all honor, all glory, all praise, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to be talking about Abraham's prayer of intercession. You know, Abraham, the father of the faith, a man whom God called his friend. In Genesis chapter 18, we see the example of Abraham as the one who stood in the gap on the behalf of others. When Abraham became aware of the impending judgment upon the inhabitants of Sodom and Gomorrah, he interceded on their behalf. Instead of reading the entire scripture, I'll just summarize it and, and paraphrase for him here. When Abraham asked the Lord to spare the city if there were 50 righteous people in it, God said, if I find 50 righteous people within the city, then I will spare all of the city for their sake. And Abraham said, well, Lord, I'd just like to speak a little bit further here, if you don't mind. What if there's only 45 righteous people in the city? Would you spare the place for the 45? In effect, the Lord answered Abraham, yes, I'll go ahead and do it because you asked me to. I'll spare the entire city for the sake of the 45. So Abraham continued to ask the Lord to spare Sodom and Gomorrah, reducing the number each time until he got all the way down to 10 righteous people. And God agreed every time. He says, if, there were, if there's 10 righteous people in the city, I'll spare the city and not render judgment against it. And Abraham, I believe Abraham figured, surely there's at least 10 righteous people in that town, right? I mean, Lot, his wife, there's two daughters, there's four, two son-in-laws, there's six, right? There's six right there. But if you read Genesis 19 just a little more closely, Look at verse 12, where the angel is speaking to Lot. The angel said, Do you have anyone in this town besides you in here? Your son-in-laws, your sons, plural, plural, your daughters. So there were sons that wouldn't listen to uh, Lot at all. It, it could also be the two daughters that went with Lot were not the ones we see referenced in this verse. Notice it says in verse 15, to take your two daughters which are here. So this is obviously two other daughters that maybe had already married other men. That's why they're son-in-laws, right? Plus at least two sons because of the plural use of the word sons. See, 
there are little details in the Bible that if you will take the time to read them, makes so much more sense rather than just skim through it to get through your Bible reading as quickly as possible for that day. I mean, that would mean you had Lot, his wife, two young daughters, two married daughters, their husbands, and at least two sons right there. That equals 10 people right there. And you know that's why many people ask, well, why would Abraham stop at 10? That's the reason. He figured, okay, I got Lot and his family. They're the 10 righteous ones right there. Their family's presence would be enough to stop the determined judgment. But that's not what happened, is it? That's because his son-in-laws, by virtue, the daughters that were married to them, decided to ignore the old man, as did his other sons. This just goes to prove you cannot provide the salvation for your family. I can't provide the salvation for my family, no matter how much you love them. I cannot provide the salvation for my family. It has to be a choice they make. You can bring them up in church, representing Jesus to them in your life, your manners, etc., but the ultimate choice of salvation is theirs and theirs alone to make. And it's not a pretty picture. And it saddens me to think about it like that, but it is a biblical truth and it is demonstrated right there in the Old Testament with Abraham, Lot, Sodom, and Gomorrah. If under the Old Covenant, Abraham interceded for other people and God would heed his prayer and be willing to stop judgment, how much more would that be a factor for us under the New Covenant? We as covenant children, just like Abraham was, we are in covenant with God, just like Abraham was, but our covenant is even better today because we're children of the Most High God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus of all things. We are in a more perfect place for intercession than Abraham was. Amen? We have the authority to use Jesus' name to help other people through prayer and intercession and to affect a change in nations themselves, glory to God. I want to pray for you right now to take your rightful place and begin to intercede for others. Others that the Lord will put on your heart. Intercede for your family. You can't save them. But that prayer of intercession could be what they need just to be able to accept the Lord as their Savior. Intercede for your nation. You can't, you can't save your nation. Jesus can but you can't. But you can intercede to, to stop the evil that is, that is ruining the nation. Intercede for this nation for the same exact reason. This nation needs a lot of prayer. If there was ever a nation that was deserving of judgment, it's the United States of America right now. And judgment is coming. The only thing holding off the judgment on this nation right now are praying Christians. But, as you see with Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham's intercession, there comes a time when judgments do. And the only ones who will be spared are those who are listening to the Lord. Amen? It's unstoppable, but we can delay it if we start to intercede and give God something to work with. Glory to God. That something is our faith. Amen? Let's pray. Oh, Father, 
in the name of Jesus. We pray for everyone in the sound of my voice right now, watching this video, listening to the podcast. Lord, I know they're praying for their family right now. I'm praying for my family right now. I know, Lord, that, that there are some family members for me, for those who are participating in this prayer with me right now, they are interceding for their family because they know if Jesus comes back right now, they'd be left. These family members would be left. Jesus, we pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you would touch the hearts of these family members that are being prayed for. Send your labors across their path, someone you know they will listen to and respect. As you said, a prophet's not without honor except in his own hometown and among his own family. Lord, we can only do so much to reach our family with the word of God. But they have friends, they have people whose opinion they will respect. And in Jesus' name, we pray, Lord, that, that you would send those people across their path, they have conversation to take place, and if they're not saved, they would make that decision to bow their knees at the cross and receive Jesus as their Savior. Lord, we give you honor, glory, and praise because of this. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. We thank you, Father, for making it all possible. And we pray for this nation. We pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit be poured out, that revival would come to the churches, that a third great awakening would come to this land and spread around the world before the soon return of Jesus. We praise you for all of this, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Do me a favor. Leave a comment down below. If you're watching this on video, leave that thumbs up sign. All of this helps us get the word out. You can go over on iTunes, leave us a rating and review. I'd appreciate that as well. Be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. Download that free resource, How to Start a Christian Podcast. It's free. It'll bless you immensely if you have or you're thinking of starting a podcast. And until next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll see you again in the morning.